Hey, everybody, and welcome to the newest installment of the Minorities Report. As always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. Along with me today is our co-host, Jay. How you doing, everyone? So unfortunately, once again, Sammy Hay won't be with us this week. So I apologize if you guys are tuning in for her, but we're going to try to bring you some enjoyment. And yeah, they're tuning out now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she sends you all her best wishes and salutations. Right on. So Jay, what's up? How's your week been going? So far, so good. Just saw that new movie Bullet Train with Brad Pitt and Ensemble. Really good stuff. I'd highly recommend it. No kidding. Yeah. Well, it must be the week of Brad Pitt because I actually went and saw a movie, uh, Lost City. With Sandra Bullock and uh, Channing Tatum. Right on. But Brad Pitt's actually also have a part, and it's a small part. I don't even think they show him in the trailer. Right. Brad Pitt weekend. Right on. But get it. Well, what I wanted to talk about this week, guys, is a lot of current events. we got a lot of stuff that's been happening over the last few weeks, over the last month, that we really want to get into and give our opinions, our our take on. First and foremost, I wanted to start off with the things that happened down south in Florida. Weird thing. Now that you Google Florida man, guess whose face comes up? Uh, let's see, man, that could be everyone, but we're going to go with like diaper Don there. Yeah. Oh, orange guy. Right. So <laughs> the Tang, was it, was it Jimmy called him? Jim <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Yeah. Actually. He called him Emperor Palpatine. See, at least that's the only joy that Trump brings us is like, you know, roasting names for him. <laughs> orange Julius Caesar. <laughs> Down there in uh, mar a Largo, there's been cut up. Uh, there was a couple of things going on with him. Well, first up in Jersey, he had a uh, golf tournament. Oh. You know about America first, make America great again, host a, host a Saudi golf event. And <laughs> in the past, he has been very outspoken against Saudi Arabia, even blaming them for most of the uh, terrorist attacks that go on. Most, dude. He put 9-11 all on them. And it had, they had nothing to do with it. They had, Well, they had absolutely nothing to do with it. And yeah. he was criticizing the Bush administration for going in to Iraq, saying they had nothing to do with it. All the people who came there was were Saudis. All the right. people that were on the planes were Saudis. Fast forward, how's you like to go? Boop, go. <laughs> like I like I like to do the SpongeBob one. Yeah, like twenty years later, he goes. There's nothing wrong with the Saudis. Saudis have no problem. In nine eleven, we don't even know what happened. No one knows. No one has ever seen. See, I've seen enough mob movies to know that if somebody's bad mouthing someone and they're all of a sudden in cahoots with them, that means they got some dirt or well, some blackmail or something. Well, yeah, but my yeah. biggest issue with that was, like mm-hmm. I said, he was he's always talking about America first, but then he took right. that Saudi money faster than Vince McMahon did. Right. Right. And he up in they had that golf tournament. Apparently, it was one of the worst attended events ever in the history of that of that mm. golf club. Like his inauguration. <laughs> what are you talking about? My inauguration was bigger, the biggest one ever. No president has ever had a bigger one. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, those Photoshop crowds really did like really pump those numbers up. Well, he also thinks he has large hands. So going back now, what happened in Florida? So I'm sure everybody already heard that the uh, FBI went down and served a warrant down in Mar-a-Lago while he wasn't home. And I like he like to say it was like they were like not even like people they didn't go knock knock it was like they just walked in the whole thing reminded me of um if you guys seen casino when the fbi started raiding all of the mob bosses houses raid the casino and all that it felt like a scorsese movie well, come to life a lot of people are equating it to that because yeah. they did a no knock warrant on um not it wasn't a no knock warrant they actually knocked yeah. for rudy and remember when they took all his electronic devices, his phones and all that, when he lost his, uh, well, not lost, but he got suspended from his law license. Oh, right on. So they went in and they took his computers, his phones and right. all that. So it was obviously, so he was up to no good. And then you, now you got, well, the problem is that people think that they got nothing on him. Oh, he's the Teflon Don. They, they tried to impeach him. I said, no, they did impeach him. Yeah. It's a, what a lot of people get confused is the impeachment is the process. So they did impeach him. They didn't convict him. Why? Because at the time they were trying to convict him, they had a majority Senate Republican. You're not 
not going to go in with a Republican president to impeach him and convict him with a majority Republican Senate. Well, and see, now that you mentioned that, yeah, they say impeachment doesn't automatically mean arrest. Because Clinton was impeached, but he wasn't arrested. He so, was so was yeah. Nixon. So was Nixon, yeah. He and Nixon was, was, was pardoned. It's funny you mentioned Nixon because a lot of people are comparing this to Watergate. Well, the comparison came also because the day that they went in, the FBI went in to raid Mar-a-Lago, was on the anniversary of Nixon stepping down from the White you House. You cannot make this stuff up. <laughs> Bro, like, the it's poetic, hilarious. The poetic justice of this whole situation. Well, for me, it's the complete ignorance. You go on TikTok. By the way, guys, follow us on TikTok at Minorities Report Podcast. Smooth. Yeah, right there. <laughs> and a lot of people are on there, even all over the rest of social media, they're misquoting or they're, oh, they had no right to go in there with a warrant. Yeah, they did because yeah. they knew he had documents. They asked him for the documents. And what happened was he never gave it back to them. So they went and got some other documents. Dude, he even had his lawyer sign off saying, nope, that's it. That's all there is. We gave you everything we we, we have. Fast forward, uh, you, there's still some stuff missing. No, 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 we don't have that here. Right. We're, let, let us go check for ourselves. You know? <laughs> this also falls into the uh, Presidential Records Act because back in June of 2018, it was right. reported that Trump would tear up documents. Staffers would have to literally follow him around and tape the, those documents back up in compliance with the Presidential Records Act. Yeah, well, and, what yeah. about Nancy Pelosi? What about her? Was she ripped up the uh, State of the Union? <laughs> it was a piece of paper. That right. Was it was symbolic. <laughs> you fucking idiot. But no, in case uh, you folks are not familiar with the Presidential Records Act, it's where U.S. Congress, the U.S. Congress governing the official records of presidents and VPs and mandating the preservation of all presidential records. So, shocker, Trump was in violation of that. Wait, Trump violated a rule that somebody put out? I know. Oh, speaking of violating, he actually was the one that passed and made a, uh, the law into a, not a misdemeanor, a felony. He made a felony out of taking out documents and because he wanted to try to gotcha Hillary with her emails, you know, Hillary's right. emails, Hillary's emails. So he changed <laughs> the law to make it from being a misdemeanor and it was just a small fine and a slap on the wrist to then making it a felony and you could serve up to 10 years for taking out any government documents. Guess what he does? He bites himself in the ass like he <laughs> always, always does. Like, uh, honestly, you cannot make this shit up. Well, but again, like I said, my biggest thing is with his supporters. They're hilarious because they use every excuse under the sun. They go back to hit. They, they broke out the classics. Hillary's emails. Yeah. Obama's birth certificate. Oh, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. And, <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, maybe Hunter Biden should be investigated. And everybody's like, yeah, maybe he should be. We don't fucking care. Right, right. Well, <laughs> first and foremost, investigated for what exactly? Because he smoked crack like Mike Lindell did. Right. Yeah. He, and he, so, he made the mistake of recording himself having sex with women and smoking crack. So, you know, kind of like the former mayor of Washington, D.C. <laughs> Marion Barry. Yeah, dude. Oh, he's bringing it back. Bringing it way back. Make crack great again. <laughs> but but no, it's like, again, it's, it's those bullshit deflections from them, whether it's Hunter... Obama, Hillary, like conservatives are like the masters of whataboutism. Well, dude, it, it, they define whataboutism. Yeah. yeah. Where you as a liberal or you're left wing or you're even socialist, you can go and give them a point, give them all of this informed education and tell them this is where he goes, oh yeah, well, what about your mom? What does my mother have to do with this? Right, right. But no, um, the the mental gymnastics they have to perform, like I'm surprised that all of his like supporters are not like on crutches or wheelchairs from blowing their knees out from that 
that shit because the stuff they pull out of their ass yeah. to defend this is astronomical. Like, oh. for example, like they try to make it where it's like a corrupt, the FBI is corrupt and they went in on them, but yet it was done by Trump's appointed judge. No, no, got, no, no. Yeah. Well, he was the head of the FBI was appointed by Donald Trump. Right. And so he, he they went in and got, and all oh, like, so it all. Well, so it wasn't the judge? No, no, no. It no. wasn't the judge. The, uh-huh. the, it was a magistrate that signed off on it. There was, well, he wasn't a, a Trump appointee. The oh, guy okay. who runs the FBI, they're saying the FBI is corrupt, but it was a guy, the head of the FBI was appointed by Trump. Oh, so okay. now, and now the side of law and order that says fund the police are not saying defund the FBI. So it's okay when they do a no knock warrant on Breonna Taylor and she ends up dead in the wrong apartment. They're cool with that. If you raid in Donald Trump because he has classified documents that have to do with nuclear weapons, that's wrong. Defund them. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, don't you get it? I mean, like, obviously the police and the FBI have to go after, you know, innocent people. Well, of course. They, they, that's what they do. That was <laughs> the, sarcasm, the, by the way, the, folks. The so. <laughs> funniest thing to me was when they go, the funniest thing to me was when they go out there and they're saying, they're, they're not doing this to Donald Trump. They're doing this to you. If they can raid the home of a former president, they can do it to you. Yeah. Well, yeah if, if you're, you're breaking the law. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what, of, else, what else are you going to warn us about? That water is wet? That's kind of the fucking point. Careful, right. if you fall out of a boat, you might get wet. What? No, I know. But so, I thought if you if you're a president, you'd be dry. Well, re- rewinded it back. Go yeah. back to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So they they went into Mar-a-Lago. They found, I believe, it was over twelve boxes of, of- classified documents. And some of them having to do with nuclear secrets. Yep. Some of them were so top secret, they were above top secret. And I love Trevor Noah because I didn't know there was something above top secret. If there's something above top secret, then top secret's no longer the top. <laughs> it's true that he had documents that are specifically stated they can only be viewed in certain federal buildings and they cannot leave the premises of those buildings. Yeah, actually, so, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, it was 15 boxes. Fi- oh, sorry. 15 boxes. Yeah, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, I should just go fuck myself. But you know, but you know, it's funny. Like, even though like, it's just like a difference, the fact is like, right. no matter how how many boxes you have, they should never ever leave the premises of the White House. Well, and like I said, some of them are classified to the point where they're not supposed to be read outside of this federal building. So how did they get out and why Why does he have them? Right. And also those documents included communications between Trump and Kim Jong-un, as well as a letter from former President um, Barack Obama to Trump that was left as customary ahead of Trump's inauguration. And for some reason, he had a dossier on the French prime minister. What's his name? Justin, not Justin oh, uh, Trudeau. Uh, no, that's from Canada. Name escapes me at the moment. Yeah. yeah, he had a whole dossier about that dude. I think it's because Melania was crushing on him. Right. She swooned when she saw that dude. Oh, she, yeah. Then, so going back to that, they, they took all, all these documents. People are saying that the FBI had no right to. So what happens is you get a whole bunch of uh, MAGA supporters down in Florida that are protesting out in front of Mar-a-Lago. They're held out there with their signs, their usual gear. They're made in China flags. Uh, ironic. They're, they're made in China flags. They're made in China MAGA hats talking about making America great again. <laughs> yeah, irony. I know. So the, well, the irony is that they're standing out in front of a place to the, to the cult leader they worship, but they're not allowed to go inside. So there was a story that came out that some of them have been uh, using the facilities unnecessarily where they shouldn't be, if you know what I mean, because they're not allowed to go inside and use the bathrooms in there. Wow. Sounds familiar. <laughs> it's like Woodstock, but for dummies. So Woodstock 99. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Woodstock 99. Damn, yeah. man, that's sick. You took that back. The thing is, they're 
out there and they're protesting to their leader and they're trying to, well, the thing is they're running to the place where that was raided and the FBI is not there anymore. So, so what's the point of them being in front of the, They're protesting nothing. Right. It, well, exactly. They're trying to show their support. Little do they know that he wouldn't even let them step foot in the door. The requirements to get a, a membership in Mar-a-Lago to even be invited, you have to be invited by a current uh, member who is in good standing. I believe it's like a, it's a $14,000 annual membership fee. Mm-hmm. So you want to try to support a guy that won't even let you in the building. Let Howard, alone work there. Howard Stern said it best. Howard Stern says that mm-hmm. Trump can't stand his supporters right. because they're the people that he would never even sit down at a table and talk to. Right. I see Trump using his supporters like if you ever played Super Mario World where you're writing Yoshi and then you use to bounce off Yoshi to get to a higher uh, platform. Right. That's what he does. Like he'll use them like Mario use Yoshi and just dump them after he's done with them. Exactly, dude. And the thing is that what he's only doing he's, he's causing is causing for there to be more turmoil in the country. He's not trying to pacify anything. He's trying to rile people up. He's kind of made threats towards Merrick Garland mm-hmm. and to the country without directly making a threat. He pretty much told Merrick Garland, oh, you sure you want to do this? You're going to be stoking the fires. Yeah, he's starting to sound like a fucking mob boss. Like when they go into the shop and you don't want anything to bad happen to you, knocks down a can. They, he actually does think he's that way there was an audio i don't know if you saw it or heard it an audio of uh, matt gates speaking with roger stone calling him the big guy oh yeah like it, well pretty much matt roger stone was his um his robert duvall to his to his uh marlon brando like the cons- consigliere yeah pretty much that was like the whole trump presidency is run like a fucking episode of sopranos man maybe the final episode of the sopranos right so but the thing is that the fbi did have every right to go in there they did warn him they did ask him for the documents back they did give him several opportunities, way more opportunities they would have ever given you and me to give back the documents and he didn't. So finally they went to a magistrate who legally signed it. They showed him proof that they they had a right to go in there to retrieve their merchant, well not merchandise, their property. So they were seizing back their own property. They got a magistrate to sign off on it. They legally went while he wasn't even there. And then the excuses are that, oh, the fe- the FBI told them to turn off the security cameras. Yeah, they're allowed to. They, oh, they didn't want his lawyers present. Yeah, they're allowed to do that too. If the cops go raid your house, they don't say, hey, can you get your lawyer down here so they can watch us? Right. That's not the way things see, work, dude. See, a lot of people are like, you know, again, like bending over backwards, trying to make excuses that the FBI did things off the books. No, everything was by the book. The list of excuses are the ones that get me. The first one he came out with was, oh, I didn't put that there. That was the first <laughs> one. No, the first one right away, oh, I didn't put that there. Second one was, oh, I wasn't supposed to take those? Oh, yeah, when he played dumb and everything. Well, yeah. not played dumb. Well, oh, I declassified that. I, I made a magical order that says that, you know, whenever something is taken out of the White House, I, it's it's magically declassified. That's not how it works. Yeah, that's, that's not, not how it, everything <laughs> works. But, yeah. but yeah, and everybody yeah. and every legal expert is like, yeah, no. See, all those all those excuses just paint him, or not paint him, but yeah. show, expose him as thinking he's above the well, law. Even that crazy dude with the big giant mustache that he used to have working for him as far as uh, head of the CIA. God, why, why, I can't remember their names. They're all just, they all look start to look the same. He looks like Sam Elliott in Tombstone, though. <laughs> and he's sat there and he said, yeah, I've been in the government for X amount of years. It's never worked that way. You can't put a blanket out there saying that anything that you deem declassified is declassified. Dude, even in even business offices, like say you cannot take documents outside the office. In the field I work in, it's a violation for me to even let somebody see the computer screen. I work from home and if anybody else looks at the computer screen, I'm in violation of my company's standards. Same here. Because it holds uh, secret vital 
information for people. So he he was taking out documents that he weren't supposed to be taking out. The other excuse they oh well a lot of people take their work home. They're not the president. Well, they also. <laughs> I like, uh, I believe it was also Trevor Noah. I, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan. He said, well, usually you don't take home work after you're done with Working the job. There. Right. <laughs> you don't, you don't and, get fired and they go, I can't believe this and shut right. in documents. <laughs> like you're going to work. It's, it's, like, it's not like, it's not like, you know, uh, sugar packets or anything. The next excuse was that he was in a rush to pack. He thought he was going to still going to have more time because he thought he was going to win the election. So it was mistakenly taken because it was too much of in a rush. The best one was, well, what about Obama? Oh yeah. Well, honestly, o- Obama I'm- took 300 million documents. Well, okay. What were, what were those documents? Wait a minute. Th- he th- did. He did. And I love the way he, I guess, quote unquote tweeted it. I don't know what it's the freedom talk or whatever that stupid app that they have. He put out saying that, oh, well, Barack Hussein Obama, he middle named him, uh, Barack Hussein Obama took 300 million documents. What about his investigation? All the documents that Barack Obama took were approved to be taken by, by the government because they're going into his presidential library once it's completed construction. They're not being stored in his basement like they were in Mar Largo. Uh they were being they're being stored in a secure facility, in a secure government facility in Chicago until his presidential library's completed construction that it's going to be uploaded into the library's historical documents and but they're always going to be secure. Again, they're not sitting in, you know, they're not sitting in Michelle's shoe closet. They literally I, I heard that they found one of the boxes in Melania's shoe closet. Oh my God, you're serious? No, yeah, and they were wow. in the ba- they were in the basement of Mar-a-Lago, where anybody can get into the room with one little deadbolt lock. Right. Yeah. So basically, an unsecure area. Meanwhile, he's hosting uh, Chinese uh, nationals. He's hosting Saudi Arabian nationals. He's hosting Russians in there. He's hosting all these people in there, and he just has the documents there, thinking it's okay. Uh, but the thing is, even if he doesn't get convicted, this is a this is a black guy. He's losing a lot of support. Was Laura? Oh, Laura Ingram Laura turned on him. I- Laura Ingram turned. Yeah. Healed on him. She yeah. went. Well, did she turn face? I uh, actually, this would be a face turn. Yeah. yeah. So she did, and now uh, so did um, the dude, the freaky dude that's always yelling. That talks about gay frogs. Oh, uh, Alex Jones. That's the one. Yeah. Alex Jones. He's turned his back on him so now too. So did um, what's her face? Ann Coulter. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. she wrote a book about how awesome he is. Isn't she the one that her husband can't stand Trump? No, I think that's, that's the um, guy that started the Lincoln Project. Right. Not her. It was what was it? Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway. Yes. Yeah. Kellyanne yeah. Conway. Her husband. Dude, her daughter can't stand him either. Yeah, her daughter can't stand her. You go on TikTok, her daughter's just oh, it was a, into oh, it was a, it's a total like mommy <laughs> dearest thing. I'm waiting for a tell-all book. The thing is that he's losing all these supporters. What sucks is that they're all kind of draw, drawing themselves to uh, Ron DeSatan, uh, which he's even worse. Right. So he's the other Florida man. What happened is though the true Republican Party. Like I said, I grew up kind of a fan of the Republican Party. I'm not gonna lie. Back when I was a kid, because they made Ronald Reagan look like this, you know, cowboy superhero that was gonna save the world. So I kind of bought into that when I was a kid. But then when I started having my own thought and not being directed towards what I was supposed to be thinking, I got more liberal in my ways of thinking. But that's my own growth. We'll talk about that one day. We're going to talk about, I want to talk about how people evolve because a lot of people who start out conservative evolve into being more liberal minded as they get older, but then it kind of reverts. So as they get older, they go back to being more conservative. It's just a weird cycle that a lot of people go through. Next episode though. So a lot of people are up in arms about him getting raided. It's not that big a deal. It was, he was illegally holding documents. So a lot of people are turning their back on him. One person that never had his side was uh, Liz Cheney. Uh, Liz Cheney. Yeah. Liz Cheney. I really admire her for standing in the face against her party because her entire party, like, well, like pretty much pro-Trump. Right. But she was the one to actually step away from that, from that narrative 
for the good of the country. Right. See, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people are missing the point. Like presidents serve for the good of the people, for the good of the country, not their own self-interest or the party's self-interest. It's for the country's purpose. And yep. so basically she was what the Republican Party was. Right. She's old school Republican. Right. You know? She's old school Republican. Yeah, it's still about rich old white people making more money and, and trying to keep everybody else down. It's still about that and trying to tell people how to live their lives because she voted against gay marriage but then went to her gay sister's wedding. Kind right. of a little bit hypocr- hypocritical to me. Yeah. That's the point. It's going to show you the evolution of the Republican Party where they're going to and the madness they're going into because someone who is old school Republican comes from an old school Republican family is being tossed aside and being voted out in her own primary where she won the last election by 75%. And now she's losing in the primary to a MAGA cultist. It goes to go, yeah, he does have that influence. However, what I want to talk about is we're going to take a quick break right now, but we're going to talk about is how he's slowly losing his influence. That's why I wanted to start touching on the, the people that we spoke about, Alex Jones and Laura Ingram, because he's starting to slowly lose his influence. It's still out there among the general populace, but people who are more influential are starting to go away from it. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back. Hey guys, this is Jesse from Make It a Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It a Combo, where we watch movies and have fun. Also, make sure you check out MI Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she gets down to the nitty gritty of people's sex life. And we're back. Thank you guys again for hanging out with us. We're talking about today some current events, the orange shit stain on the diaper of life. Yeah. We mentioned earlier that he was like uh, losing his most like a uh, vocal, like his most well-known supporters. But like, yeah, they did a, a study because he was focusing on more of payback, like a political payback right. inside of his party instead of trying to like, you know, fix what happened with his administration. So he deepened the fault lines among Republican voters during his basically it was called a, a revenge tour. All those like rallies where he was complaining the thing that kills me about those rallies is that people are okay when we were talking about in the first first segment we were talking about how they raided mar-a-lago he immediately after the the only reason why the public found out that the fbi went into mar-a-lago is because he announced it why did he announce it because he sent out a mass email to his supporters asking for donations oh, if, a if the motherfucker's a billionaire why are you asking people for donations because he's not a billionaire if you mother mm. if you're so fucking rich why are you going out on tour and having all these fucking people pay to see you manipulation well that's what i'm saying because yeah. like well and the money yeah it's the fucking money because let me tell you something that whole build a fucking wall shit fucking what was his name that fucking that dude that looks like he's fucking dying he's looking at a disease face that oh uh mitch mcconnell steve bannon no oh, steve that's bannon. well they, they all look like they're dying yeah, yeah, yeah but steve bannon he stole like fucking 150 million dollars from all that shit dude. Mm-hmm. he bought a yacht and bragged about it we're getting off topic but like i was saying he is losing a lot of his supporters especially the vocal ones but what also is happening is that he's shooting himself in the foot because he's supporting these these maga cultists i, I can't call them anything but maga cultists well, that's what they, they are. are a cult they try to call liberals a cult but i say wait you're the true definition of a cult because the true definition of a cult says the followers of a charismatic leader that they see no fault in how is that a liberal no and also do you see any uh let's go biden like flags waving oh. or do you see any rallies but do you see this that's the thing they yeah. take that as where's all the biden merch where's your build back better blah 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 i was like because they don't need to do that like, because they're not a fucking cult i was like bro i don't wear i don't wear the t-shirts of the janitor that works at the department of defense either right. i was like i don't he's a public servant why would i walk why would i rock his merch you ain't going to go see fucking G, gnr back in the 80s this ain't metallica right you don't need the band shirt what the fuck is wrong with you, you? see and that's the 
the thing. That's like it's classic projection of the Republican of not Republican Party, but like the MAGA cultists. The MAGA cultists. But yeah. you see, here's the thing: um, the Republicans are very vocal. Like you said, and Alex Jones fucking spits fire. He talks about the water turning people gay and the mm-hmm. frogs. Something. The out of his mind. Yeah. And people buy that, bro. Mm-hmm. What's happening is that nobody talks like that on the liberal side. They try to be more educated and speak to their level. I don't try to do that. You see my posts. You see my comments. Mm-hmm. I go with them to burn them. Like this one dude, Trump came out and said, oh, that the FBI took his three passports. I said, well, first, why has he got three passports? And two, where the fuck he thinks he's going? Fucking remind me of OJ on the run with the three passports. So this dude tried to come back at me saying, oh, he's going to your mom. I was like, oh, well, considering <laughs> that my mom's dead, well, let's hope that's where he's headed. <laughs> if there, if that guy's clapback, because I saw that back and forth between you and the guy, that clapback just sums up the mega cultists. He was like, I, and I wasn't laughing at the fact that the mom, my mom's passed away, but the fact is that that's what you came with, your yeah, mom? Right. That, that's your comeback? That's your clapback? Right. I was like, that's fucking stupid. Like, but the thing is, I was like, well, yeah, well, my mom's dead, so that's, fingers crossed, let's hope that's where he's headed. <laughs> not that I wish death upon anyone, however, I would not have my feelings hurt if he did. I mean, if it led to that. I mean, the thing is, getting back on topic, the fact the, the 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 simple thing is that a lot he's losing a lot of support. Why I brought that up was because yeah, we brought up Laura Ingram, we brought up Alex Jones. Not only that, he's supporting these people in the primaries who are MAGA cultists. They have no platform. They have nothing that they stand on as far as how are they going to better people's lives. What are they going to do to make America great? Like they try to say it is. They want to make America xenophobic, not great. So he's supporting these MAGA cultists in their primaries. He maybe he thinks it's a win because he's getting out people like Liz Cheney, like um, Adam Kinzinger. But what's that causing is a lot of the old school Republicans like Liz Cheney and people who support her and people who support Adam Kinzinger to now vote either independent or Democrat. So what's happening is that these people that he's helping get into the uh, the, the elections are actually down in the polls. Yeah. The the lady that he's supporting in, in um, Arizona for, for governor. Mm-hmm. Some Chris, uh, oh, Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake, yeah. she's down in the polls, right? Because she's on it because thank God, Doug Dushy, he can't, he can't win, right. he can't rerun because he, uh, what do you call it? He's term limited. Right. So thank God for that. But Carrie Lake is losing in the polls to the Democratic candidate. Right. Be- because the simple fact, nobody cares. The, the people actually want to change. They want a difference. They want things to get better. And they see that the Republicans have no platform. Marjorie Taylor, Mar- Marjorie Trader Green and Lauren Dumbert, they don't have a platform. Their platform is hate liberals, hate liberals. That's all they do. They, they do nothing to want to make the country better. They don't, they don't create any bills. What was the last bill? One of them created that was in favor of helping someone. None. Honestly, their whole platform are to be trolls. Like you have, um, Marjorie, you know, maggot, uh, trailer green, <laughs> maggot trailer green. <laughs> she, no, her whole, her whole career has been harassing people, harassing David Hogg, um, you know, the, um, act, the, the activist, one yep. of the school shooter survivors. Yeah. Uh, um, trolling, uh, trolling the, the, the other congresswoman that, right. who has a trans, uh, child. Right. Also harass, like, um, thank God she wasn't there when this happened, but AOC, uh, Green actually went to AOC's office and started knocking on the door thinking she was in there. And through her mailbox right. like some stalker. Who fucking does that? Well, like, what congressman it? does that? Who who votes for that? Right. And also, what's her face? Georgia, um, do better. Right. Uh, also, Lauren Brobert. 
hasn't done jack <laughs> shit. The last thing, the last like news, you know, newsworthy thing that she done is when her fucking psychotic husband right. tried to run over her uh, their neighbors because like their kid and his razor was going fifty in a twenty five mile hour area. Yeah, he ran down the neighbor's mailbox and they do the nine one one calls hilariously sad yeah because it's just so stupid it's like i oh my the whole neighborhood hates them oh yeah you know when the no whole neighborhood hates you you're right. the problem oh absolutely yeah why are all these people so such assholes in my neighborhood right. uh, if the whole neighborhood are assholes guess what you're the asshole but this is why <laughs> they're making headlines it's not because of the work they're doing in congress exactly not, not for the love of the people or the country it's because they're fucking batshit insane okay you know what it reminds me of they they get on tv and they get uh, the news on them because of the stupid shit they say. Uh, it's it's like you watch Private Parts, right? Mm-hmm. With how for the Howard Stern story, yep. Private Parts. It goes when he was at NBC and he got high ratings. They wondered why. He goes, well, the majority of the people who like him say, I want to hear what he's going to say next, and the majority of the people that hate him say. I want to hear what they're going to say next. They're a dumpster fire. And that's what mm-hmm. people are waiting to. There's people who are flabbergasted to sit and go, what the fuck did you just say? Like, and it's, it's not just them. It's all of these Republican Congress people. I don't know mm-hmm. who the fuck are voting for these people. There was a lady that came out and said that, um, I can't remember her name. It was the same one that uh, told Trump, uh, thank you for making America white again. Or remember the clip I played you? Right, right. I forgot her name, but that was just fucking telling okay. and chilling. She posted a, a tweet that said that fentanyl seizures at the border are up by 210% since last year. Biden with his open borders. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? If the seizures of drugs are up by over 200%, that means whatever he's doing is working. (laughs) Fucking moron. It's like, who looks at that and goes, ha, gotcha. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? That's like your boss going to you, oh, Jay, your production at work's up by 300%. Guess I'm firing you. What? Why? <laughs> He's like, that's just fucking stupid. But again, it's the it's the brainwashing and the cult that the Republican Party has become. Like if it's if it's not a if it's not for Trump, then it sucks. You know, I was trending lately where people are arguing that liberals they go, people are graduating college more liberal minded, so therefore the colleges are indoctrinating people. I said, No, colleges are opening their minds. Freeing their minds. They're right. opening up to different and other things is that he goes, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. They're brainwashing them. I was like, the party who believes in liberty really uh, you're against people who are calling themselves liberal-minded. That's kind of the same thing. They were talking about how conservative schools are not the ones that are uh, indoctrinating people. I said, well, they're only teaching one way of thinking. If they're not open up to other things, I said, liberal colleges have uh, cultural education courses. They have religious courses in the history of religion. They have or, a CRT. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, right, but they're also, oh, don't get them started on CRT. Right. That's it. Oh, that'll be another topic. <laughs> and because the whole topic came about because somebody said that uh, more people who have a postgraduate degree are liberal. And they're like, oh, no way, you're stupid. All the data shows the more educated people are, the more liberal they are. They that Harvard, Princeton, the majority of their faculty is over 90, excuse me, over 80% liberals, the professors. And it's not because they're indoctrinating people. It's just because they're opening up people to different ways of thinking. Well, it goes with the whole definition of liberal relating or denoting to a, uh, a political or social philosophy that promotes individual rights, civil liberties, democracy, and free enterprise, willing to accept or accept behavior or opinions different from one's own, open to new ideas. And so when the detractors are saying the term liberal right. as a pejorative, they're basically showing how uneducated they are. They're flexing 
seen about being fucking ignorant. The thing that they do is, and I taught this to people when I used to teach uh, debt management. When you get a collections letter, there are certain buzzwords they will use. When we auditarily or read those words, it automatically triggers us to be on our defense. When it comes to finance, they'll tell you things like prosecution. They'll take you to court, things like that. And it, it's buzzwords that they use. So what happens is the Trumplicans, the MAGA cultists, because they're not Republicans, will use words like communists. Socialist. Socialist. Uh, fascist. Liberal. Because they know that that triggers in the poorly educated a sense of, oh, I got to get my hands up. They're going to take my guns. Mm. Because honestly, besides the platform of they'll take your guns, they'll, oh, they're going to they're gonna groom your children. What other platform do they stand on? Teachers will groom your children, but we should put, we should arm them. So that, kind of, see, and that's another thing, like the whole, we'll take their guns and everything. Did you know that and during Obama's presidency, more guns were sold? Well, so, it's because they had a black president. They were scared. Right. <laughs> but that whole, that goes against the whole, Obama's going to take our guns. Well, I lived through, let's see, one, two, three, four Democratic presidents. I've lived through four Democratic presidents that have totaled up uh, 8, 12, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, over 20 years, over 22 years. Of, of Democratic presidents. None of them have taken anyone's guns. Jimmy Carter never took anybody's guns. Clinton, eight years, never a gun was taken. Obama, eight years. I didn't see any guns were taken away. Who was taking their guns? See, and that's why I feel like all of like these fears that they have is just as outdated as reefer madness. You know, like because it's, goes against what's going on in reality. Again, like you said, they're buzzwords. Once you, it's like a Manchurian candidate. Like once right. you say those buzzwords, boom. They're exactly. Fucking like it, it lights now. them up. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now that we're going towards the topic of guns, we're kind of evolving the conversation. The Republican Party is losing steam. Well, the MAGA Trump Party is losing steam, I think, and mm-hmm. I hope so. And even now, before we go back onto the topic of guns, mm-hmm. even Marjorie Trader Green, she was talking about Christian nationalism, but we're going to touch on that. What, the thing about guns is Beto O'Rourke in Texas, which I wish I lived in Texas so I could just vote. Beto O'Rourke, he's awesome. <laughs> Dude, like, he is a badass. Okay. And this is what I was talking about, how Democrats need to step up and start defending things. When uh, Uvalde happened, he went to uh, the press conference and mm. call, and put on blast Ted Cruz and uh, what's his name? Wheels. Uh, Greg Abbott. Right. Oh, no. He put them all on blast. Like He, he told He told them straight up that you guys are the problem because you're not doing anything about yeah. this. Yeah. And they tried it. They tried. It was almost like um, the Salem witch trials. They tried to make him that he's the crazy one. Like, how dare you bring this up? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you that's why you guys are having the meeting. And two, two, right, exactly. And then yeah. two days later, Abbott goes to speak at the NRA rally. Tone deaf as fuck. He went to the NRA rally two days later. How many funerals of the Uvalde victims did he go to? None. None. He didn't even, did. They didn't even send any reps there. Beto O'Rourke did. Mm-hmm. And Beto O'Rourke was recently speaking, and this he was talking about how people don't need AR-15s. Why do people need a, uh, why does an 18-year-old need a gun that was made to shoot through the helmet of a soldier mm-hmm. from 100 yards away? Mm-hmm. Some dude in the crowd started laughing. Oh, so Beto O'Rourke yeah. turned around and said, it may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it isn't to me. First time I was I've, like, I've, yeah, first time I've ever heard him drop the F-bomb because he's always like, you he's know. He's a classy dude. Right. But so, when you get him angry enough, yeah. he's going to start like saying those R-rated words. He's all, he's great because like he was um, he was also speaking at another engagement and this dude tried to confront him and say, oh, that you're not allowed to run because you're a communist. He tried to call Beto O'Rourke a communist. Another right? buzzword. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, and Beto O'Rourke, he doesn't never have an answer. 
Roger. I don't know. That made sense to me. He told the guy, he goes, well, let me ask you something. Out of the two of us who are running, who has been a business owner? Who has done this? Who has employed people? Bill O'Rourke is a capitalist. He had his own company. He had hundreds of employees. He left his company so he can run for office. Greg Abbott has always been in politics. Greg Abbott has always lived off of the tax dollars. People don't understand that. He is closer to being a socialist than Beto O'Rourke would ever be. The, the thing is what people don't understand about socialism is, well, I'm going to explain that here in a second. What I wanted to talk about is another Democratic candidate who is the king of clapback right now. It's uh, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Have you seen his clapbacks to Dr. Oz? Oh, I have not. But doc, oh. don't get me started on Dr. Oz. Okay. Though. Dr. Oz is running for the Senate in Pennsylvania. Dude don't even live in Pennsylvania. He bought a house in Pennsylvania or he lives in with his mother in Pennsylvania so he can claim residency there so he can he can run for office. He ha- he lives in Jersey. He tries to be a man of the people. He made a video that it was kind of a self-clap back because he went to the supermarket and started grabbing these random vegetables and dips and said he was making a, not a charcuterie, it's some other French word. Uh, oh, cru- uh, a crudité. A crudité, yeah. A crudité. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, motherfucker, I'm from Pet. What the fuck is a crudite? Like, you can stay away from me as much as you can do. And John John Fetterman goes, Oh, in in Pennsylvania, we call that a veggie plate. <laughs> and, which, and, he, and he took a picture of holding one up. And in, in which actually he capitalized on that. And like so in the first twenty four hours after that and everything, uh, Fetterman raised over five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. According dude. to his campaign. But also by Thursday afternoon, that number had doubled with donors at all levels receiving a limited edition sticker that reads get it uh wagner's let him eat crudite <laughs> dude he won he got the name of the supermarket wrong mm-hmm. he he called it a crudite and he even got the prices wrong on the things he was grabbing he says oh look a bunch of broccoli two dollars like no it's two dollars a pound bro <laughs> so, like, you fucking moron i have to bring up a simpsons moment because this reminded me of it when they were watching old debate between jfk and nixon yeah and jfk says before i start this debate i just want to show my appreciation for duff beer <laughs> and then Nixon tries to capitalize on that saying like, uh, yes, I like to uh, show my, I, I as well, as well want to show my uh, particular interest in that beer. And they booed him because he wasn't genuine. Homer <laughs> says, man, has to drunk a stuff in his life so i'm hoping there's somebody in that crowd that says man never had a crudite in his life (laughs) but crudite right who edited that video and said yeah that's cool right (laughs) but what that shows was is that in order to be a successful politician a truly successful for the people politician you have to be genuine yeah do not fucking front and i think that that's what's missing from a lot of politicians i'm a big fan of tyt and they always say they need more liberal and democratic candidates they are willing to spit fire. They need to be like Dylan. They need to mm. spit that fire. <laughs> Who are the five best presidents ever? Dylan, 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 Dylan. But that's what I'm saying. That's why, like AOC, mm. she steps up her game and she'll clap back on some people. Oh, her clapbacks are amazing. Yeah, especially to to Maggot Trailer Green. Right. Friend, I forgot who she did, said it to, but I think it was Brobert threatening to dog walk her. Oh, I was please. like, oh, bringing the streets <laughs> back. Nice. So that's the funny thing is that these people like don't realize that you you can you can push somebody just so far. And what I was talking about when I touched about Abbott being closer to socialist than Beto is, there was a debate going on online where people didn't realize that 
We have socialist programs in this country. Most roads in public schools are ran by socialist money. Social security, it's in the name, socialist money. Medicaid, Medicare. Why? Because the definition of socialism, well, a socialist program is when you everybody pulls in their money and it's divided among equally. So what they they try to scare people into thinking that they're going to take their taxes from them. You know, they, oh, they're going to take more money from you. No. Just like recently, Biden has been on a tear. He signed like about five different bills that are going to help people out. Going to help lower the price of drugs, of low-cost drugs like insulin. It's going to make it more competitive. Well, they're going to give better medical benefits to the veterans who are suffering from lung illnesses due to the being exposed to toxic fumes. They, and the list goes on and on of all the stuff they've done. And all of that comes from tax money. And what they're doing is talking about raising the taxes of people who make $400,000 a year or more. Which is a stark contrast to Trump's first days in office was playing golf. Oh, Biden you, right now is like assigning all like these these deals and everything yeah. to help the people. Which is funny because somebody on, I think it was Fox or AON or whatever the hell they call that, he, they tried to say that you'll never see Biden playing golf like that. I can never picture Biden doing something athletic. I was like, yeah, no, I'd rather watch him do his job. Right. I didn't like vote for him so he can run the Ironman competition. Dude. I, I'm not like, or like, you know, run like the Spartan mud, whatever and everything. Yeah. No. He's supposed to be the fucking president. <laughs> exactly, dude. And yeah. Okay. I always have this thing and no offense to people who like golf, no offense to people who like bowling or like to do it. I can't really consider it a sport if you can eat pizza and drink beer while you're doing it. People are like, oh, well, Biden fell off his bike. Okay, he's an 80-year-old man that fell off a bicycle. Right. Did you find that funny? Do you, Great. Have Do you, you guys, kick your grandfather when he's down? Right. Have you guys never fell off a bike? Wow. So <laughs> a guy driving around in a golf cart to hit a ball with a little stick, and poorly, by the way, because they say he likes to cheat, is more athletic than an 80-year-old man riding a bicycle. That's another thing. They keep trying to make uh, his like ardent followers keep trying to make Trump like this paragon of athleticism and physical like you know well that um, goes all perfection. back that goes back to the whole dictator the, the dictator yeah. cult mentality mm-hmm. where it's like a Kim Jong-un oh mm-hmm. the prime leader or the he does everything perfect you know mm-hmm. he can bowl a 400 a 400 bowling game mm-hmm. you can only go up to 300 oh not for the great leader <laughs> it's like okay See, that, that will explain why <laughs> Trump un are like you yeah. know best buddies but let's going back to the current events now we got that that's going on so you got Mar-a-Lago, all these, all these primaries. What I, everybody's got to get out there and vote. I say, come November, even Mitch McConnell, the crypt keeper McConnell, he even said that it's going to be almost impossible for them to win the Senate. He's looking at the numbers, he's looking at the polls, and he's being realistic. He's saying they got a slim to no chance to win the Senate back. Well, honestly, this is a rebellion, like because the people have seen what I mean. The, McConnell uh, looks like Palpatine, right? <laughs> I would say he looked like Senator Kelly after he became a mutant. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, but. <laughs> The people have seen what That's the next misreference, right? y'all. The people have seen what Trump's administration has done to this country and they're angry. And rightfully so. Now they're voting they're voting for this for what's best for the country, not just like their party. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. We got all that on politics. So come in November, everybody's gotta vote. Get out get out there and register. If your grandma needs a ride to go vote, you better go take her. You if you mm-hmm. your whole neighborhood, take them. Hey, fucking rent a party bus there and take go. it to the polls there. Exactly. Yeah. Take, take it to the poll. There's a poll in the park. We're gonna take a quick break and when I we come back, there's somebody I want to talk about. I've never heard of this dude. I know you probably have. The dude got banned from Twitter, Facebook. Andrew Tate. Yeah, oh, I want to. I want to talk a little bit about him and some other people that are quote unquote influencers. And the whole we'll talk about how he got banned, and then other people are getting banned from social media, and they're trying to say that it's a clap against the First Amendment. But I want to try to talk about a little bit about that. How really it isn't. So we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Junior from Make It a Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minority Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It a Combo, where we review movies. 
talk shit and have a good time in our other podcast, MIS Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners. And we're back. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. So we've been talking about some general current events. One I wanted to try to talk about, because I never heard of this dude until yesterday, Andrew Tate. When I saw about him, I was like, wow, glad I never heard of this dude. Apparently, well, Jay, you know more about him than I do. Yeah, so he was a, he's a former kickboxer, pro kickboxer, turned influencer, and he's pretty much the stereotypical social media influencer. So he sucked at fighting. He had a good record, but Uh, he realized he could make more money by being an online douche rather than getting punched, <laughs> in, get the face. punched in the face. Right. So, so he, he dares people to punch him in the face instead right. of text. Okay, go ahead. So pretty much he's like Joe Rogan with swag, basically. And so... You're saying Joe Rogan got no swag? Have you seen Joe Rogan? I know, okay. Yeah. But so basically by swag, you know, he poses with like fast cars, guns, portrays himself as a playboy, smoking cigars. Oh, the, the alpha male? Yeah, he's the fake alpha douche gotcha. that all the incels that we that we talked about a couple episodes ago and all of like these directionless guys, they worship him. Like he's another toxic personality from social media. Oh, okay. So he's one of those dudes that think that women should know their place, that I'm a man, so I'm better than you. Well, yeah. I deserve a woman. Oh, is it that dude? Wait, I saw a video and I think I did a stitch on it with his dude talks about, I didn't know who he was. He talks about that it's okay for a man to cheat on a woman, but a woman should never cheat on a man. He, and yeah. if a woman has an Instagram where she's posing like in bikinis or all that, that's mm-hmm. her cheating on a man. Yeah, he is a violent misogynist. Wow, like, dude. we're talking... He's about as bad as the MMA fighter War Machine. See, and I think what's making these people, going back to the 45th, that it, he caused a lot of these people to become even bigger than they already were because it emboldened them more. But you were saying about him. Yeah, well, because, well, recently he's actually been banned from social media. And this is actually, his, we're talking like a full-on ban now because his past accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and all that, they have been like suspended? suspended. And he would have to like create new ones. He would double down on his misogyny, on his violence, the guy is quite possibly one of the most evil people on earth because he talks about like you know he talks about domestic he his views have been described as extreme misogyny by domestic abuse charities capable of radicalizing men and boys to commit harm offline and that's the dangers so he's another he's another cult leader right exactly gotcha he's kind of like like you ever seen the movie magnolia john tom cruise's character frank tj mack that basically that very misogynistic get what you want by any means yeah okay Okay, I don't know the dude, but I, I I know the type that you're talking about. So, which is awful because all they do is create more hate. You know, all these people, they're, at least back in the 60s, there were cults. Not saying that it's better, but they were love cults. Right. You know, let's all love each other. Let's all get naked and play in the mud. These guys talk about beating people up and hurting women. It's well, like, that's right. fucking stupid. Right. Dude. You know, well, he he's um just like with uh, Colt 45, he's building, like he's uh, feeding off the anger of people. Like he's getting- Hate that, makes money. Right. That's it is. That's exactly what it is and that's he made his whole fortune off violence like and a lot of these people are getting banned from social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that. What they're not realizing is that, and they all try to bark the same thing, cry the same thing. Oh, freedom of speech, First Amendment, First Amendment. That's when they all start shooting about the First Amendment, right? right? They forget about the second one for a little while, for like their half a day, and talk about the First Amendment. First Amendment does give you the freedom of speech. However, it does not give you the freedom of consequences. Right. See, and, yeah. and that's what a lot of people like, going back to Trader Green, she tried to spit out how, twi- how Twitter, and all of them try to say that Twitter is trying to stop people from their First Amendment. First of all, Twitter is 
is a privately owned company. Well, not private. It's a publicly traded company, but it's a it's a, it's a private corporation. Right. So it's not like governed by the U.S. government exactly. and everything. And that's what they keep thinking. They think that, see, you ever heard of that um, when we were like, you know, kids back in the day, it's a free country. I can do what I want. Yeah. It's that type of mentality. It's like this really childish mentality that people have about the First Amendment. No, you can do whatever you want. Doesn't mean that you're not going to have to pay the consequences for right. doing whatever you want. That's like people who don't read the terms and conditions of like an Apple contract or an iPhone contract, then try to take a shit on top of the counter. Like, well, you can't do that. Well, I, I, I signed my contract and do whatever I want. It doesn't say that you can in there. You know, it's the fact that they think that, well, because the First Amendment says that I have the freedom of speech, full stop. That's exactly where they stop. They don't go any further. I have the freedom of speech. Yeah, but you don't have the freedom of consequences. You can't go into your job, walk into your boss's office and say, you're a dick. Fuck you. I hate you. And expect not to get fired. Absolutely. And you know what it is? It's, it's they, like this. You can't yell fire in a crowded room, in a crowded building. You can't yell fire in a crowded building. You can't go to the airport and say, uh, hijack. It's the self-victimization of these very hateful, toxic people. And they are always saying like, oh, we're being silenced. We're being silenced. No, you're not. You never shut the fuck up. We're Dude. always hearing about you. <laughs> that was the that was the TikTok that, that I posted the other day. By the way, it's at Minority Report podcast on TikTok. <laughs> the dude goes, all you liberals talking about where are you Trump supporters at? No, no one's asked that. Y'all motherfuckers never shut the fuck up. Right. You I know? mean, <laughs> I mean, but, like you guys have rallies. You had a vacation at the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> It was a tour. But that going back to that dude, you had a misogynist piece of trash that goes out there and tells people that they should own women, basically. And he expects that these privately, well, that, these companies that are open and supposed to create a space where everybody can share ideas without fear of prosecute, persecution and hate. So when they get barred from that, they think that it, it's a target against them. Exactly. No, motherfucker. It was like we were just talking about Bo Bird and her family. If the whole neighborhood thinks you're a piece of shit, then you're a piece of shit. It's not not the neighborhood that's right. the problem, bro. Mm -hmm. It's you. Again, the self-victimization. Honestly, this isn't the first time he's like, he uh, pretty much like uh, portrayed himself as, uh, not portrayed himself. He tried to victimize himself. He tried not, he, well, he tried actually, to play the victim. Well, right. Well, um, not, not just, uh, not that. He used to be on the show, uh, the reality show Big Brother in, in England. He was ejected from the house over a video of, of him hitting a woman with a belt. And then a second video- Wait, 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 wait. On the show he was hitting her? Exactly. Or a video came out of no, him- on the show. So he was on the show mm -hmm. and he thought it was a good idea to take his belt and beat somebody. Right. With. And he tried to play it off at, oh, it was consensual. And I was using a felt belt. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Dude, right. I'm glad. So, so it's already making my blood boil. I'm glad I don't know who so the fuck this, this dude is. So this guy has a long history of violence against women and this toxic behavior. And honestly, I think he's going to end up like War Machine. He's going to be in prison. Oh, you know what? It gave me War Machine vibes. Now that you say that, I was yeah. actually going to mention that earlier. The way this guy, the, the way the things people talked about this guy and the shit that he said it kind of reminded me of War Machine but War Machine was on the low key until he you know until he beat his girlfriend into the hospital Christy Mack yeah yeah, he almost he almost damn killed her yeah and it's the thing that's the mentality but then what happens is the influencers now going back to that where mm -hmm. he he's an influencer people don't take that word seriously enough they think it's because oh they can get free merch and make money off of their social media but you're also influencing the way people think it's not just about what they're buying it's not the products they're using not the services they're using but you're also influencing their thoughts the way they think the ideas that they have and that's also like the MAGA cult they're influencing the way people think and live their lives and they think that it's okay it's emboldening them to say hey I can use the n-word because I can take it back it was never fucking yours yeah it's <laughs> funny you mentioned we're talking about the MAGA cult and everything yeah. this ties in actually because Tate was actually he appeared on Infowars the you know Alex Jones's podcast oh god and he was pictured with Paul Joseph Watson a far-right YouTuber also 
also met Donald Trump Jr. at Trump Tower, posting on Facebook afterwards, the Tate family support Trump fully, MAGA. So shit sticks together at the bottom of the garbage can. <laughs> it's hilarious, that dude. It just makes me laugh that all these dudes that are so frail and weak call other people snowflakes and that they're insecure, but they all have to come together to fill each other up with hate and pat each other on the back to say, you're the best dude you're like the best guy ever oh the whole circle jerk between them that's what exactly is Only thing he's missing is a burning cross <laughs> but that, and that's the thing they, but they like to try to call other people weak they, somebody had posted about a comment about saying that i'd rather have somebody xyz than have a man in a dress i was like you mean like the romans the greeks the spartans and the highlanders of scotland how they mm -hmm. all wore dresses and uh j edgar hoover <laughs> well he wore it for a different reason but i'm talking about they try to think they're these badasses because historically a lot of the most badass dudes that they all worship wore skirts they call them kilts but it's the same thing it's material wrapped around oh, hell, they were just going to battle buck ass naked but naked yep but and the thing is that they don't understand that, that their whole they try to call people frail and try to call people snowflakes that projection of like that dude tate where they're over uh they're over emphasizing how masculine they are shows how really weak they are because i've always been a firm believer is like alpha well quote unquote alpha or somebody who has a larger personality doesn't have to say it they walk into a room and they just present that way people will be drawn to them, not because they, they're scared of them and not because they're intimidated by them, but because they can see that person as a leader. You don't, if you have to beat your chest and yell and be the loudest one for people to come and respect you, then you're the weakest one. You know, a guy I actually want to bring up is, uh, he recently passed, um, passed away, but his name was Kevin Samuels and he was a YouTuber in the vein of Andrew Tate being like known for extremely misogynistic and violent views against women and, you know, having a fan base of, you know, violent incels and pretty much like problematic people. And so his, um, basically he was, he, he built an image as like the plain spoke, plain spoken, hyper-masculine authority who advocated for strict gender roles. And he would also blame like women, victims of sexual assault. Like he would bl victim blame them, saying like, "Well, you should wow. have, you should have been aware. You shouldn't, you should have the, worn that." It's the old trope, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, if she wouldn't have had on red panties, she wouldn't have gotten raped. Right? What? And, what? Right. And as a, I'm using quotation fingers here. An image consultant. He he often asked women who call on his show asking for dating advice to rate themselves. To rate themselves. Right. He wow. critiqued women based on dress size, height, and weight. He stressed a belief that some women had unrealistic high standards for the types of men they should be dating while criticizing men for being poor or overweight and so wow. basically he 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 was like a wolf in sheep's clothing he would have like the image of like a well-dressed well-spoken um individual but he would like bark out like these very hateful and toxic and completely outdated views right. of like gender roles and so he passed away he was found unresponsive However, the irony of the death, his death was very ironic because he died alone and penniless while having an <laughs> I'm sorry, image. I shouldn't laugh at somebody. Well, right, but it's like, <laughs> it's whole fucked up. Like it's practice what you preach because yeah. he had this whole like image of being a self-made wealthy man. And like, you know, I know the, I, I know the secret of getting a woman or, you know, whatever. You know what the secret is to get a significant other? Be a decent fucking human being. That's all that that's matters. All it is, exactly. That's all it be is. Be a good person. Be a good person. And if somebody isn't drawn to you, then guess what? You're a shitty person. The thing is, and we're going to come to a close here soon. What we're trying to talk about today, we've talked about some random things today. What, but the, the generalization of it is that 
we have rights. We have certain rights that we need to to uh, defend, but we also have to realize that those rights don't mean freedom from consequences. Mm-hmm. So what well, we talked about fucking cult 45 and the MAGA cult, they think that they can do whatever they want, say whatever they want about whoever they want, and they're free of the consequences that come from it. That's not mm-hmm. the way life, how life works. Mm-hmm. This other piece of shit that, that uh, got banned from all social media thought he could talk all this shit about everybody, you know, and put down women and lead people to go ahead and create and cause violence against others just because they exist and they think that's cool and it's going to be free from being able to spread out that hate speech. Hate speech is hate speech. No matter where it's coming from, whether it's misogyny, whether it's racial hatred, bigotry, xenophobia, it's all hate speech. So if you get barred from social media for that, you only got yourself to blame. So as always, we want to close out with just a message to say that because a lot of those MAGA cultists are running for office right now, they're not Republicans, they're MAGA cultists. There's a huge difference in that. There's xenophobic bigots, misogynists, and what we need to do is get them out of office and vote. Go out there and vote. You got to get registered to vote. And if you don't know where to go register to vote, find out and get out there, whether it's in the primary. Well, primaries are almost over. So you got to get out there in November and vote for your local office and get these people out. And if you're in Texas, vote Beto because I think he's the only way to go out there. No, straight up. Like he is like, you know, I see as like the Luke Skywalker. Help us, Beto, work. You're our only hope. And then what we want to do is also remind everybody that you're not out there alone. There's always somebody that can help you reach out to us. You're not alone. There's always somebody out there who has an ear. Reach out to us if you need to. Remember to dial 988. You can text, chat, or even call 988 if you're looking for somebody to talk to and need some help. Uh, Never think that you're alone and never be out there in the dark by yourself. From us at the Minorities Report and Jay. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. And also, uh, if you want to learn how to register to vote, go to USA.gov for more information. And if you want to check voter registration deadlines and laws in your state, vote.gov so we'll talk to you guys next week see ya you've just listened to the minorities report from make it a combo productions Executive produced by Jesse and Junior. Check them out on all platforms. And don't forget to follow our other podcasts, Am I a Slut? And Make It a Combo. Thank you and goodbye.